Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to The Sports Fix. Sports Fix listeners don't wait all day or all week to get in on the fun. The party doesn't stop when we go off the air all week long. The Sports Fix social media sites are your one-stop shop for all things Cleveland sports. Jump over to Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix. Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix and become a fan today because we love fans and they create some of the best sports talk in town, Daddy. You'll enjoy talking to your fellow Cleveland sports fans on the Sports Fix fan page. And if Twitter's your thing, well, you know how we do it. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. It's that simple. Twitter.com slash the Sports Fix CLE, baby. Chat live with the crew during all your favorite Cleveland sports events, tickets and contests and trivia and so much more. Get with us today, the Sports Fix on social media. Facebook.com slash the Sports Fix. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. Join, Join the, the Sports, sports Fix, Fix on Facebook and Twitter today. Business owners and professionals, do you want to take your business, your product, your team, your event to the next level? You want to advertise right here with the Sports Fix. Our listeners are among the most loyal listeners on the dial, terrestrial or internet. And our audience is one of the greatest and most receptive audiences in all of radio. The Sports Fix universe is not only listeners of the radio show, but tens of thousands of fans on Facebook and Twitter. Our social media universe expands by the day, all in the prime demographics to help drive your business directly into the winner circle. Don't take my word for it. The Sports Fix comes with reference upon reference that have done business with us in the past and had some fun along the way. For more information on how we can help you knock your business, event, team, product, or promotion out of the park, email me, Jerry Myers, the Sports Fix at AOL.com. That's the Sports Fix at AOL.com. And let me help you swing for the fences and hit it out of the park. Advertise your product right here on the Sports Fix. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Harry Buffalo. Harry Buffalo North Olmsted presents bike nights every Monday all summer long. $3 beers and drinks for bikers, $5 pizza and more. Harry Buffalo, join the herd. Hey, it's Hugh Hewitt, and when I want to know what's going on with the Cavs, the Browns, and the Tribe, I tune into Sports Fix. Live in Ohio, it's time to get your fix. The Sports Fix. Welcome in, my friends. Welcome in, one and all, big and small, short and tall, baby. (laughs) Everybody's welcome here. It's a beautiful Monday, unbelievably 
my children are in school. Are yours? That is ridiculous. I, I cannot be the only one because I saw more of them heading towards the school. So, amazing. It is this early. And I, I, am I remembering wrong? Kids going, man, it's a shame. Kids nowadays just can't be kids nowadays. Summer vacation already over, but that's okay. It's beautiful here in the Sports Fix. I'll tell you what, we have got a whole lot going on today. Welcome in. Matter of fact, in just a few minutes, I'm excited. Got a GV Artwork t-shirt to give away to somebody here. And then we've got Mike Brandenberry from DidTheTribeWinLastNight.com joining us. We're going to talk about a weekend that did not go like it should have went for the Cleveland Indians as no matter how much it seems, the baseball gods continue to keep them in the race and keep them in the hunt here. The Cleveland Indians keep tripping over their own two feet along the way. We're going to talk to Mike Brandeberry and see where the tribe's at and what they need to do now because it's another week here of Cleveland Indians baseball. Hey, there's still time, but each one of these games more important than the one before. No more time to say we'll go get them next week because next week is now. We're going to talk Indians baseball with Mike Brandeberry. Going to go around the NFL. There's some key injuries going on and around the Browns as well. We know that. We're going to talk some football with John McMullen from the Sports Network a little bit later on in the show. All of that, so much more. Going to open up the phone lines to you guys. Like I said, glad to be here. Glad to join you here on this beautiful Monday afternoon here in Cleveland as we continue to do what we do each and every Monday here on the Sports Fix. Welcome in to the Sports Fix. I'm your host, the Big Daddy on the microphone, J-Rock, Jerry Myers. You can call me anything you would like, but when I open up those phone lines, I do want you to give me a call because I say it all the time. They give me the microphone, but I give you the voice because this is your show every bit as much as it's mine. So we're going to open up those phone lines in just a little bit. I know last week, sometimes we get a lot of guests scheduled on the show, and sometimes it makes it hard for me to open up those phone lines. So that's something we got some time to do today, a little bit later on, especially in the 1 o'clock hour. So let's do what we do. Let's let's take care of business here. The Sports Fix brought to you by Harry Buffalo in North Olmstead Tonight, 4.30 p.m., it kicks off bike night every Monday. Get on your bike. We don't know how much this weather's going to hold up. You've probably got, what, a month, maybe six weeks with some Indian summer there before that weather really starts to take a chill, and then bike season's over before you know it. Take advantage. Enjoy it. Get out to the Harry Buffalo in North Olmstead tonight. They've got $25 door prizes for every 25th bike in the lot, $3 beers and drinks, food specials, and so much more. Head on out there. Check them out. Harry Buffalo out in North Olmstead. It's just outside Great Northern Boulevard, just outside Great Northern Mall. Also, don't forget, we'll be at every Cleveland Browns game. We will be live at the Harry Buffalo North Olmstead doing some pregame, postgame, halftime. You never know who's going to show up, too. I'm reaching out to all kinds of people. So throughout the season, I fully expect it to be a fun time. Hey, if you don't have anything better to do for your Browns game, if you're not going to be at the stadium, if you don't have anything going on of your own, I behoove you. Come on out and let's make it a party. Each and every Browns game, you and me and the whole world, because we're going to do it live on the radio from the Harry Buffalo North Olmstead following the Browns this season. Looking forward to that. Quick Lane at Valley Ford Truck. Check them out. 5715 Canal Road 
in Valley View, just under the 480 Bridge, Bill Hershey, Bill Opelich, that's who you want to talk to. They will take care of you. Hey, not just them, everybody there, but those are my guys. They'll take care of you. Let them know you heard about it here on the Sports Fix, too, because they'll talk sports with you, and you'll love talking that as well, because those guys can, they know their stuff, and they know how to take care of your car. That's what's much more important. Forget what they know about sports. They know about cars, and they'll take care of you, and they won't bust your budget, and regardless, They'll work with you if you need a ride, if you need transportation. Hey, you need to drop off your vehicle and get to work. You need them to come get your vehicle. There is no limit to what they will do to help make things work for you. So check them out. Quicklane.com slash Valley Ford Truck. GV Art and Design, like I told you, in just a moment, somebody is getting ready to win a t-shirt of your choice from GVArtwork.com, home of some of the best Cleveland sports apparel out there. You guys know it, Cleveland that I love. They just opened the brand new store out in Lakewood. It is beautiful. Go check that out. Check them out online, GVArtwork.com, and I'll tell you what, use the sales code FIX, you'll save 10%. <laughs> yes, Vashon, as you chime in on the chat room, that's one of the ways to talk to us. You do know sports, my man. <laughs> Welcome into the show, by the way, today on this Monday, gvartwork.com. Use the sales code FIX. You'll save 10% on your total purchase. But remember, if you share the show, if you tell somebody to listen, if you share one of the replays of the show that we put out on our social media networks, you get your name in the hopper, as we're going to do here in just a minute, to win the GV Artwork t-shirt of your choice every week right here on the show. We've got quite a few names here. I trust me every Sunday night, I have to put them all in and put them on the hopper and write them out and everything. So somebody's fixing to win a t-shirt. All you have to do is share, make sure you tag us, let us know so that we can see it and get your name in the hopper. Also, don't forget last, but certainly not least signs and ship our official business printing source. I'm telling you, they've helped us build this thing up in the last few months. No matter what, I just got my business cards the other day. They are fantastic. Easily hands down. The nicest business cards I've ever had. Not just not just the, the cards, but the design. Chris up at Signs and Ship put that together. And that's something else that they do. If you need logos, they do graphic design. Chris is a fantastic graphic designer. They'll put a logo together for you. So they'll help you brand your business and they'll help you promote it. Quality printing at affordable prices. Check them out. They've got the website, signsandship.com. My my location out in Elyria, Ohio, give them a call, 440-323-6060, because from now until September 1st, which is just about two weeks away, if you spend $200 or more at Signs and Ship, you'll get a free 30-second studio quality radio commercial of your business produced by me and aired here on the Sports Fix for a couple weeks just for showing your faith in Signs and Ship and the Sports Fix. So check them out, signsandship.com. Also, they're in Pennsylvania, Florida, and Richmond, Virginia. Give them a call. My location here in Elyria, just outside of Cleveland, 440-323-6060. All right, getting ready to open the phone lines, but first... Let's give away a t-shirt, Daddy, because this is what we do each and every week. Everybody who shares the show, who tags us in it, like I said, they get their name in the hopper. Several hundred people in it again this week. It doesn't matter if it's on Twitter, if it's on Facebook, whatever it is. If you can't tag us, take a picture of it, screen cap it, and email it to me, and I'll make that count. We'll still put your name in the hopper. So, And the best part is we don't even tell you what shirt you get. You get to pick the shirt of your choice. And matter of fact, here we go. Drum roll. All right. Debbie Williams. Debbie Williams on Twitter at Deb T. 
TW1 Tribe fan, congratulations. You have won the GV Artwork t-shirt of your choice. I will get with you as soon as the show's over. Or if you're listening, hey, feel free to send me a tweet at the Sports Fix CLE. You retweeted our show. You shared it. Congratulations, Debbie. We're going to hook you up with the t-shirt of your choice from the Sports Fix and GVArtwork.com. So now, just like that, that hopper is garbage, thrown away. A whole lot of work for one name. I've got to find an electronic way to do this or something. Anyways, now it starts over. So right now, tell somebody to listen to the Sports Fix. Tag us in it right now. Give them the website. Let us see it. You'll be the first name in the hopper for next week's t-shirt. GV artwork t-shirt of your choice. All right, phone lines are open. 216, let's get down to business. 216, Bruce in the chat room. I never win. Gunther, I never win. These guys getting mad. Look, guys, it's random. I mean, it's you got better odds than the lottery you've got better odds than the lottery i can tell you that because there's only a few hundred names in these you're gonna get drawn eventually odds are if you stick around theoretically you know you stick around for a couple hundred weeks everybody's gonna win a t-shirt so there you go there's the slogan stick around for a couple hundred weeks and you might win a (laughs) t-shirt that's how we roll 216 Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 539-7535-216. Yes, Gunther, a couple hundred weeks. You've been here longer than that anyway. 216-539-7535 is the number to call if you want to talk tribe, browns, anything you want. Phone lines are open. If you can't get to the phone... We're already having a good time. That's what it's about here, by the way. That's what we do. Somebody last week asked me, like, well, what makes you guys different from everybody else? I'm like, well, start off with nobody else is is me and I'm nobody else because I try to be my own thing. I said, we number one, we try to have a good time here. We actually have fun. We talk sports. We try to talk sports in a way that's positive and, and real at the same time. We try to have fun. We just try not to beat the same dead horse, not to beat the same drum, not to do the same things as everybody else. <laughs> yes, Gunther, I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. No, but seriously, we try... We try and do it different here on the Sports Fix, and hopefully you enjoy that, and that's what you enjoy about doing it here with us. If you can't get to the phones, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Sports Fix, facebook.com slash the Sports Fix. These guys in the chat room go nuts. We also have a chat room here in one of the sites that people listen to the show on in Mixler, and they keep it rolling there in the chat room as well. That's another good place to talk sports, as is our Facebook page. Hit like, become a fan today. Nearly 18,500 of you between our various Facebook pages. Hit that, facebook.com slash the sports fix. Tweet with us at the sports fix CLE. We'll read those on air just like we'll read your comments on air. Tweet with us at the sports fix CLE. You can email us, the sports fix at aol.com. And remember, this website that some of you are listening to right now, and if you're not, thesportsfix.net is your 24-7 one-stop shop for all things Cleveland sports 
and the Sports Fix. You can get replays of the show and so much more all right there. Check it out, thesportsfix.net. We are off and running. Mike Brandenberry's coming in just a few minutes here. Congratulations again, Debbie Williams. You won that t-shirt. I love Mondays because I get to give stuff away. I get to kick off the week, right? Hopefully you guys can hear the smile through the radio because we're talking some Cleveland sports. Real quick, want to tell you guys about my weekend. Uh, I, I'm telling anybody out there that's listening, because as I said, if you don't have kids that already went back to school today, I'm pretty sure within the next few days, next week, yours will as well, as they just continue to creep up. The, the school year gets longer, yet somehow the the kids, uh, never mind, I could go into a whole other diatribe that has nothing to do with sports. But anyways, so this weekend, took the kids up to Sandusky to the um, that animal safari park, you know? I'm, I tell you what, it's a good time. If you have kids, I behoove you. Take them up there and do it. I mean, the buffalo are just sticking their head in the car, snorting and snotting all over my kids. They're having the greatest time. My, my youngest son is afraid we were trying to feed him to the buffalo. But anyways, if you don't have kids, borrow somebody else's and take them because you'll have a good time, I'm telling you. Anyways, we do all that, and then boom, just like that, here we go. The kids are back in school. I mean, now they play baseball till November, and the kids are going back to school in the in the first half of August. Anyways, Tribe made it till the kids went back to school, keeping it interesting. I will give them that most definitely, and they still have a chance. But as they said yesterday, giving away that game, the way they gave away that. Yes, Gunther, if you don't have kids, borrow somebody else's. It'll be worth your time. I'm telling you, I don't. They're not paying me to do that. It was a good time. I'm just telling you, if you can get through the long line to get in the door, it's actually a good time when you get out there and do what you do. But anyways, like I said, Indians, they lasted here. They lasted through August. They've still got a chance, but they're hanging there. They're hanging there by a thread. What are they going to do? Are the Indians, this is, the, as I pull up the wrong, as I pull up the wrong music and everything, it's one of them days. See, Gunther, this is your fault for talking to me. Anyways, Indians stayed this long, but now... Mike Brandenberry from DidTheTryWinLastNight.com getting ready to join us because what do they do from here? They, they hold their fate in their own hands. What will they do? We're going to find out when we come back as I did it again. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I knew one day I'd have a use for the men down under, and there it is, the land down under. Anyways, Sports Fix is rolling on. I promise you, if this is your first time, I promise you, it gets much better from there. <laughs> it's like starting a car. You got to get the you got to get the cobwebs off that daddy after the weekend. Now we're back. That's right. That's right. It's like starting a car. Got to knock the cobwebs off of it. All right. We're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to start talking sports. I promise. Mike Brandeberry from DidTheTryWinLastNight.com is going to be with us. The African Safari got a free plug from the Sports Fix. Somebody won a free t-shirt. That's how we roll daddy do me a favor (laughs) i promise when we come back we're gonna be rolling tell somebody to listen to the show say hey tune into the sportsfix.net right now take a listen to j-rock because when he's on his game he's on his game we'll be right back (laughs) talking to mike Brandenberry from did the tribe win last night.com john mcmullen we're talking browns football so much more when we come back oh we've only just begun no really this is only the first segment so we've literally only just begun we'll be right back you're listening to the Sports Fix. This is the Sports Fix. Are you talking to me? Yes. Are you talking to me? Yes. Are you talking to me? Yes. Hey, call me Mr. Pig! Ah! 
call you whatever you like, as long as we can call you a fan of the Sports Fix. Hey guys, just want to take a minute as we go to the break here and talk to you a little bit more about my friends at signsandship.com. You know that Signs and Ship is the official business printing source of the Sports Fix. They make our signs and banners, business cards, promotional materials, all the things that we're using to help us grow into the show you love and the show we know that we can be. Signs and Ship can help you and your business do the same thing. We already told you earlier in the program about the business benefactor program where if you spend $200 at Signs and Ship, we'll produce you a studio quality commercial for your business and air it for free right here on the Sports Fix. But I want to talk now with two a days starting and seasons getting ready to kick in with football, high school coaches and athletic directors, football league commissioners, all kinds of things coming together here. You're going to need signs and banners. You may need t-shirts, uniforms, hats, all the things that go with your team, your school, and your event. Signs and Ship can help you quality printing at affordable prices. I know that you've got a budget and they won't break it. It's 4th and 10. The clock is ticking don't run out the clock throw a hail mary and score a touchdown talk to our friends at signsandship.com make an appointment and let them take your team event or business to the next level give them a call 440-323-6060 440-323-6060 signs and ship you're listening to the sports fix we'll be right back Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Quick Lane at Valley Ford Truck, home of the low price tire guarantee. Quicklane.com slash Valley Ford Truck. Bike nights are back at Harry Buffalo North Olmstead. Rev up your hogs and head on down to Harry Buffalo North Olmstead every Monday night from 530 to 930. Enjoy $3 drinks and beers, $5 pizzas, and crazy wing specials for all bikers. Woo-hoo! Hot bikes, good, good friends, and great times are waiting for you. 4824 Great Northern Boulevard in North Olmstead. Right outside Great Northern Mall. Monday bike nights at Harry Buffalo. Proud sponsor of the Sports Fix. Harry Buffalo. Join the herd. You love Cleveland, and you already know how much we love Cleveland. You know who else loves Cleveland? GV Art and Design. Everyday fans, you and I wear our pride on our sleeves. Now, you can wear your pride on your chest. GV Art and Design has one of the hottest Cleveland sporting lines. Whether it's their Cleveland that I love design, or perhaps it's the Superman birthplace of a hero line of team-themed designs. Whether you're a fan of the Indians or Browns, the Lake Erie Monsters or the CSU Vikings, the Cleveland Cavaliers, or just Cleveland in general, GV Art design has a logo design or style for you sports fix listeners as a special treat every time you make a purchase from gv art and design use the sales code fix and save 10 percent on your total purchase log on right now to gvartwork.com check out all of their fantastic designs and don't forget use the sales code fix to save 10 percent on your total purchase follow gvartwork.com on facebook and remember gv art and design it's not just a shirt it's a statement Hey everybody, this is Jerry the King Lawler from WWE, and you're listening to the Sports Fix. Welcome back to the Sports Fix, streaming live here on the sportsfix.net or wherever or however you're streaming us on all of our various digital platforms, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all of them. And no, guys, I did not realize that Australia was playing 
in the Little League World Series as I played that song. See, I read the chats when I get them. I just, sometimes they come in so fast, I don't see them. Welcome back to the Sports Fix. J-Rock with you. We are having a good time already. <laughs> already doing what we do here. This week is only 22 minutes old, and we're back at it. Phone lines, I'm going to open them up in a little bit, but right now we're getting ready to talk some Indians baseball. I almost played Indians Fever, but I can't lie. They're making it hard. I'm, I'm keeping it. I'm telling you. I, if you can picture me on the old scoreboard in Dot Matrix, I've got the blanket. I'm waving it over the fire. I am trying to stoke this thing. And I'm getting ready to go to the phone lines and talk to my man, Mike Brandenberry, from DidTheTryWinLastNight.com and see what he's thinking. If these fires are still being fanned or if he's flaming out as well. Mike Brandenberry, welcome back to the Sports Fix. Hey, Jerry, how's it going? Uh, it's going. How's it going for you? It'd be going a lot better if we were talking about a better weekend for the Indians because, yes, Oakland right there and, and definitely nothing to be ashamed of, but to me it feels like they kind of let something get away this weekend. Yeah, I think so, too. Look at this weekend, and really it was three very winnable games that Pardon the Nick Swisher pun, but they let slide right through their fingers. <laughs> I've been waiting all morning to use that. I've practiced in front of the mirror and everything. <laughs> oh, man. See, no, it's, he makes an easy target, but you know what? He, he had a little bit of offensive success earlier in the series. That's the thing. You and I were talking. Okay, if we're going to start talking about Nick Swisher since you went there first, you and I were talking a little bit off the air, and – you do, and I'm not a big excuse maker at all, but I think we both do know just how much that shoulder injury really has limited him from the left side. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I think so, Gary. And, you know, we were talking this morning and, I know there's a lot of people that are frustrated and and disappointed with Nick Swisher's season, and I think first and foremost he is. I mean, he's been pretty accountable of it and and answered the questions when asked about his struggles, and I think he's very frustrated. But, uh, you know, I I think that that is really the, the question that we don't all have an answer to is just how bad is that shoulder really hurting him and, um, you know, Looking at his career as a whole, I think, unfortunately, I kind of feel like we're entitled to grant him a pass in some regard for this year as just a down season. Um, I'll start to become concerned if Nick Swisher's hitting 240 deep into next season, too, that maybe we uh, 
ended up with a contract that we're going to regret later. But at this point, I think, you know, he's definitely having a tough year. Um, and I think that the shoulder does have a big, big effect on his numbers um, at the plate. And, you know, I mean, he addressed it in June when he dropped the pop-up in uh, against Washington that, uh, you know, his shoulder is really starting to bother him. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not big on giving guys excuses, but you can see the difference in the production from the right side and the left, and and the left side is where a lot of his pop comes from. So I'm willing to see what he does next year. I'm with you, though. Next year, there could be some cause for concern. Another one, as you look at this weekend, and and you – there we go, as my computer has a mind of its own. As you look at this past weekend, you know, when I said things – Slipping away, as Drupal Cabrera, one of the things that we've all talked about, I mean, we beat that drum incessantly, and it appeared, you know, perhaps some good signs seen from him. That's This conversation's dead if as Drupal Cabrera does not come to life for the next few, last stretch of this season. Yeah, I think as Drupal Cabrera, if you want to put a, a target or a label on someone as the most important player um, for the next six weeks, I think it, it rests solely on the uh, shoulders of Asdrubal Cabrera. And I think, you know, a lot of that, in terms of what you get from this season, I mean, this, the talk of their offensive production and their, and their struggles has been well documented. But, you know, if, if someone can turn it around, it's Asdrubal Cabrera that could really be a spark who, I mean, in my opinion, in this wild card race at this point, I mean, with a number of teams in front of them, only four and a half out, but still a number of teams in front of them, um, you know, they're going to have to put together a string of, you know, eight or 10 or 12 wins in a row or, a, you know, a nine out of 11 stretch to, to really make some ground. And as Drupal Cabrera is a guy who, if his offensive numbers can pick up, um, can, you know, kind of be a catalyst to that. And I also think, in regards to looking ahead to next season, what you get out of Azdrubal Cabrera in the next six weeks is really going to make a difference as to how this team approaches the winner and really starts to consider how to build the 2014 team. If he continues to struggle, I mean, maybe it's a conversation for another day on your show, but I think at some point you have to start to consider I think we all thought that as Dribble Cabrera would be a guy that would potentially be traded this winter, but considering his struggles this year, I'm not sure that you're going to get anything that's going to help your team next year. He may become a guy who's more valuable for you to keep heading into 2014 and maybe just let walk away via free agency at the end of the season. But if, if you have hopes of possibly still trading him in the off season and, and getting something to make this team better in the future, I mean, as Dribble Cabrera has to have a good six weeks um, to kind of hopefully inflate some of those numbers and show some signs to some other teams that he's the as dribble of old. Absolutely, and that's also kind of, in my opinion, like I was saying, what's needed for the Indians to stay in this thing and take advantage. You know, I just want to, before we talk more specifically about the Indians here, I'm looking at the standings, and this really stuck out to me this morning when I opened up the paper, and I think I noticed it yesterday first when I was just looking at the standings in front of me. Remember how hot the Central's been, you know, for the last stretch we were talking about how they were all on those crazy runs, and then I looked, and I just happened to notice that as of yesterday, every team in the division 
was four and six or five and five in their last 10 games. And so I it just noticed because it was all lined up in a row. So then I start looking at the streaks on the other teams. And that's why the Indians have been able to stay in this thing. If you look around, the division leaders are all kind of getting some separation a little bit from the wild card teams. But the wild card teams are all, I mean, if you look, you've got Cleveland, you've got Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Oakland, Seattle, or not Seattle, I'm sorry, Oakland, Baltimore. These teams all four and six in their last 10 games. So they've none of them have really pulled away from the others, which is what has allowed the Indians to scuffle along as they have, but still stay in things. Yeah, you're, you're right. And I think your division races, especially, um, you know, Detroit and Boston are, are really starting to pull away from everyone else. But, you know, you have that Texas and Oakland, uh, the Western division where there's only one game apart. Um, and they're really kind of pushing each other a little bit, I think. But I agree with you in that the wild card is still kind of remaining open. But I would say, you know, to go with that, the Indians are four and a half back. They have Baltimore in front of them at three. Um, when you when you have Texas and Oakland pushing each other for the division, you also kind of have to include both of them in the wild card race at Absolutely. the same time. And then Tampa Bay. And that starts to become a number of teams that are all in front of you that you're chasing and four and a half games might not seem like a lot and it's not, but chasing four or five teams is difficult. And I I don't think that, uh, I think it's an up road hill. I don't think it's impossible. I tweeted something last night to the effect and had a story this morning on, uh, on our site about, you know, this team is, is vastly improved. And just because, there are playoffs at the end of the season. Doesn't mean that it's still not a good season. Um, I mean, this team, if they go 22 and 16 to end the year, they'll be an 88 win team. That's 20 games better than they were a year ago. I don't really know how fans can be upset about that with a clear core in place and a good management and a, and a direction on this team where I don't really feel like they've had one in previous seasons. So I do think that they're in it. I don't think that they're dead i don't think we need to you know maybe uh plan any funerals yet but i also think it's an uproad it's an uproad battle at this point too and i agree with you there you know somebody was asking me yesterday hey has your after they dropped that game they go hey has your opinion changed your outlook here are you losing your optimism i said no i said i still think the indians especially with the schedule they have can finish the season strong but almost what you said it's they've now got so many roadblocks that you really need help. And that's the thing. It's like what they say in football. When you take your destiny out of your own hands and you put it out there, and now you're under the control of scoreboard watching and seeing what happens. And as you said, it's not one team or two. It's possibly four or five teams here in the mix. And, you know, like you said, end of the day, 20 wins this isn't this is not football where teams are are able to turn around overnight if they've got good management in baseball those quantum leaps don't happen every day so that'll show you like you said a successful base has been set we're still talking Indians baseball some people jumped off but those of us here anyway are still talking Indians baseball late into August and like I said I think that they're going to be in it the whole way through, but they may just have too many other people controlling their destiny. Yeah, I I agree with you. And I think, you know, the one thing that's 
good and bad about this team, we've talked about it a number of times this season, is just how streaky they are, Jerry. And while we sit here and talk about how difficult it would be to come back with, you know, three or four teams in front of them and, and what they have in front of them for the next six weeks, I mean, this is a team that has put together a couple win streaks already this season that we're talking about that they need to do in order to give themselves a real fighter's chance. So, you know, I think we've talked about it quite a bit and that this is a team that is so streaky, they could play their way right in and they can play their way right out. And I think maybe the frustrating part about this team is that it seems like they're always on a streak. It's one or the other. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's no middle ground, and I can't really, off the top of my head, think of any other season that has been like this one in that regard. But, you know, they they are the roller coaster team. You're either 300 feet high or you are screaming to the ground. There, there's really no in-between. And we've been saying, I've definitely said that from now through September 1st, what happens there determines September. Because you guys listening, perhaps you hear us talk about the schedule at the end. Looking through the month of September, you've got Baltimore, which if we're still battling with them, that puts you just just like that series with Detroit. One more chance at the teams above you, but then go down through September. You've got the Mets, the Royals, the White Sox, the Royals, the Astros, the White Sox, and the Twins wrapping up the month of September. That's a big slate of games that you should realistically expect to win each of those series, in my opinion. I'm not putting numbers on number of wins, but you should take each of those series. So really, the end of the season, one way or another, in my opinion, still going to be interesting to watch. I want to ask you real quick, Ubaldo, my boy, the other night, <laughs> how in the Your world? Boy. That was a classic. I thought we were going to see the first ever 180 <laughs> pitch no hitter for a while. Me too. That, holding out for I that. Was... I figured, you know, if I'm going to stay up till one, two in the morning, because I imagine a, a 180 pitch no hitter takes four hours. So if I'm going to be up until two in the morning, I mean, hey, let's, let's see there. something we've never seen before. I'm watching my game, watching the game with my son, and we're watching it, right? And it's like he's got five walks. He hits the guy, and but he hasn't given up the hit yet. He's at 105 pitches or whatever it was. And my son, I'm like, Jerry, I think that might be unprecedented. Has a guy ever been taken out in, you know, before he gave up the hit? Because, you know, I mean, I guess, of course, it could in pitch counts. I was being sarcastic, but I said, man, I said, he may get pulled with a no-hitter here. And then, of course, as soon as the first hit came. But that was Ubaldo. But I'll tell you what, for all the people who keep saying, I wish Ubaldo was this or that, I kind of like the Ubaldo that he's evolved into, what we saw the other night. It's the pitch count, yes, that might frustrate you, but that is his arm. That to me, that's if he can handle it, he can handle it. He labors a little bit, but look at that line. With the exception of, you know, giving up the walks, no runs or one run, one hit. You know what I mean? So I'll take that from Ubaldo every day. He labors a little bit. What you just said right there is like the understatement of a lifetime in my mind. <laughs> He labors a little bit. But some guys can do that. I labor a little bit in a marathon. That's equally equally the same idea of statement because Ubaldo, he's laboring (laughs) from the time he gets to the bullpen until the time he leaves the mound. But I do know what you mean. In all fairness to Ubaldo, I think – the most frustrating part with him is that he's not the guy that the Indians traded for. If if you could go back in time and the Indians would have signed him as a free agent and they hadn't 
traded away two guys that they felt were top prospects at the time. Um, if he didn't come with the idea that he was going to be a front of the rotation, an ace type guy, and you got the you got the output from Ubaldo that you get right now, I think people would be thrilled with that. I think where people will always be frustrated with Ubaldo is under the the idea and the premise of what they traded for, and the idea that at least for a glimpse, which I'm of the belief now we're never going to see again. Um, in 2010, the lights-out season that he had, you know that it's there. And and even now, you see it in glimpses, and you think, man, how come that guy just can't put it together? And I think that is what will always be frustrating about Ubaldo, and we'll always have fans, I guess, with one with their finger kind of on the uh, on the trigger of emergency when it comes to Ubaldo. Here's my thing about Ubaldo. I'll wrap it up with this: is is that I look at him and I understand that he struggles a little bit. You know, with I know what you're saying, but my thing is certain. It's like you know when a when an athlete who relied on his athletic skills then has to you know change his game later in his career. It's like that car. It's like that thing you've got that gets the job done. It's not pretty. And you go, man, I don't know how it's still running, but that damn thing's still running and it gets me to work every day. That's kind of the way I look at him now. And I figure if he can take it, some people are just different. He he scuffles around. It's his normal 105 pitches, but he gets it done. If that works for him, then I say I'll take the results because I do. I like what he's turned into. And what we traded away for him has turned into so much less than what we and they thought they were going to be that I'm even more happy with it. But I, I just like... I just like what he's turned into, and I tr- I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll struggle through the walks if they don't score. You know what I mean? I'll take 105 pitches as long as my bullpen can deal with it. His contract's up at the end of the year. Is that a guy that you would be interested in bringing back? Depends. If there's Obviously, if there's a more you know high-profile, high, not profile, but as far as results as well, option, and there was a choice, maybe. But I would put him high on my list, and that's just me. You know, I still think there's something to be had with Ubaldo, and I could be alone in this. I don't know. What do you think? I'm pretty sure you're closer to alone than with a lot of friends, but but go ahead. I mean, really, I you you wouldn't bring him back. You wouldn't bring back Ubaldo. I mean, it, and I kind of set you up. You, um, in a vacuum, my answer would be no, but I would never say never. I, I mean, you can't. You have to take into account, you know other players that you would target via trades or free agency, he would not be at the top of my list. In See, here's my thing. Um, here's my you know, thing. I mean, I think Look going into next did. year, you have Masterson and Kluber and McAllister. And at, then I think at this point, they're probably pretty wide open to Salazar, at least being a serious contender for that spot in the rotation. And I would say with that fifth spot, you know, you need a guy that hopefully is going to fill in behind Masterson, at least with Kluber and McAllister. I agree with you in what Ubaldo is, and what he is is also not Corey Kluber and Zach McAllister at this point anymore. And Their pitching has to get better, and I think that that's a spot in the rotation that they have to target to to make vastly improved for next year if they want to be a playoff team. So, I mean, in my vacuum, I would say no. But, you know, if you miss on your first you know, how many ever attempts to land that guy. I mean, I wouldn't be 
I mean, I wouldn't be heading for the 480 bridge if they brought him back. Now, a year ago, if he did that, Ubaldo again, he, you know, we might have to encourage people to make single file lines at that point. But, but yeah, I, I would tend toward no. But I understand where you're coming from too. Yeah, my thing is, is I look where he was to where he's at now. And I want to see if that continues on another year. If I can put a price tag on him that I can live with, I'll take you, Baldo, one more year all day long. That's just me. We'll talk about this in the wintertime, though. Tonight, you mentioned him, Salazar. We're going to see him again tonight, the young sensation, as we've got some bad moon rising. See, I'm playing that because we're playing some late-night baseball. Salazar takes the mound against Weaver. That's going to be a good one tonight. The Angels, we had trouble with them last time. They're going to need to get something done to come home here with the Twins in a couple days. Yeah, Jared Weaver is a guy who seems like a lot of teams, but seems to really always give the Indians a tough time, too. So, um, and you know, I think kind of the, I don't want to call it an experiment, but a good month long look see of Danny Salazar and the rotation continues. And it'd be interesting to see how he bounces back from, I would say, his first bump in the road as a big leaguer in Minnesota last time. So, uh, definitely a, uh, a much better quality lineup than, uh, the one that he faced in Minnesota, too. So it'd be an interesting test, and I think Salazar is one of those guys, regardless of what happens in terms of, you know, pennant races and playoff pushes and wild cards, I think he's a key guy for, for the short term and the long term, and so he's a guy to have a lot of interest in. All right, they started tonight. We've got three with the Angels. We'll catch up with Mike later on in the week and talk about it. Just because him and I don't agree on Ubaldo doesn't mean that I don't have a good time having him on the show here a couple times every week. Speaking of going back to school, he's going back to school soon, too, but that's okay. We'll still have Mike here on the show. Mike, let's have a good one next few days. Let's hopefully be talking about some Indians winning a series here against the Angels. It starts tonight on the road. Danny Salazar taking the mound. Anytime. I like arguing about you, Baldo, too. Makes good conversation. Absolutely. My man, Mike Brandenberry from DidTheTryWinLastNight.com. We'll catch up with him later on in the week. We're going to take a break, get you some news, get you updated, and then when we come back, John McMullen from the Sports Network is going to join us. There's more injuries going around the Browns and around the league. We're going to talk about all of that and the week that was in the NFL. John McMullen from the Sports Network joins me next when we come back live on the Sports Fix. There's something, I'll say there's something kind of yeah about a kid that's never played baseball. Throwing you the best sports commentary in town. The Sports Fix. It's an addiction. The Sports Fix. We'll be right back. Business owners and professionals, do you want to take your business, your product, your team, your event to the next level? You want to advertise right here with the Sports Fix. Our listeners are among the most loyal listeners, terrestrial or internet. The Sports Fix universe is not only the radio show, but tens of thousands of fans on Facebook and Twitter. Email me, Jerry Myers, the Sports Fix at AOL.com. That's the Sports Fix at AOL.com. And let me help you swing for the fences and hit it out of the park right here on the Sports Fix. 
I'm here again with Bill Opelich from Quick Lane at Valley Ford. Bill, what's new in the Quick Lane? Battery rebate. Summer is just as hard on your battery as the winter. Quick Lane and Valley Ford will test your battery at no charge. And if you need a battery, we have a $25 mail-in rebate on the purchase of a tested tough motorcraft battery starting at $79.95. Wow, that's a great deal, Bill. Tell me more. Our brake rebate is still on until June 30th. $25 per axle with the purchase and installation of motorcraft brake pads, as well as offering a $50 rebate when you purchase $250 or more and charge your for a genuine credit card. Some exclusion is applied. As always, we have a low price guarantee on all our tires. If you find the same price within 30 days, we will refund the difference. Stop in. Let us check your battery and top off your washer fluid. Where do I have to go to get those great deals? Come to Quick Lane at Valley Ford on Canal Road between Rockside and Granger and Valley View. Just 10 minutes from downtown Cleveland. We're open at 7 every day. Open late Monday through Thursday till 9, Friday till 6, and Saturday till 2. Go to quicklane.com slash Truck. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Harry Buffalo. Harry Buffalo North Olmsted presents Bike Nights every Monday all summer long. $3 beers and drinks for bikers, $5 pizza and more. Harry Buffalo, join the herd. Hey Cleveland, this is Anderson Varejean of the Cleveland Cavaliers. You are listening to the Sports Fix. News break. I'm Christine Lisi with the latest on Alex Rodriguez, who's appealing his 211-game PED suspension and is in the process of filing a grievance against the Yankees. Rodriguez attorney Joseph Tacopina told Mike and Mike they didn't want to bring the matter to the media. He also spoke of the leaks which have made things difficult and alleged the Yankees knew about the MRI on the hip but didn't tell A-Rod. Skipper Joe Girardi's denied he played Rodriguez last postseason despite the hip injury. An attorney for Biogenesis founder Tony Bosch confirmed to Outside the Lines she was paid a retainer by A-Rod back in February, also said an additional transfer was sent two months later, and described by Rodriguez's attorney as a mistake was returned. Payments seem to imply A-Rod tried to interfere with the investigation. NFL Minnesota running back Adrian Peterson will play in his first preseason game in two years on Sunday. The Vikings held Peterson out of all four exhibition games last year while he came back from major knee surgery. Olympian Oscar Pistorius, indicted on murder charges in the death of his girlfriend, faces at least 25 years in prison if convicted of premeditated murder. Get a taste of the new Subway Applewood Pulled Pork. Tender pork and rich barbecue sauce bursting with sweet, smoky Applewood flavor. Try one with tangy pickles, red onions, or whatever you like. Get it before it's gone. Subway. Eat fresh. You're listening to The Sports Fix. Welcome back to the Sports Fix, streaming live here on thesportsfix.net. Thank you to my man, Mike Brandenberry, from DidTheTryWinLastNight.com for joining me. And, man, I forgot to ask him while we were sitting there talking about Oakland over the weekend. For those of you that uh, stayed up late and watched those games, how about Saturday night? Josh Reddick, that throw that nailed stuff. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Opposite third base. Ah, that was just, that was a thing of beauty right there. That was one of my favorite outfield assists of the year, no doubt. I don't care if it happened against the Indians or not. You tip your cap to a play like that, but... Wow. Anyways, I meant to bring that up with Mike. I forgot all about it. Looked at my notes here in the break. Thanks to everyone talking Indians baseball. And, you know, I see the numbers for the show behind the scenes. And as we're watching live, I can kind of watch. It's hard for me to really stare at it. But I can kind of get an idea for people jumping in and out of the show, at least in broad strokes. And, you know, it's amazing. I understand it. I'm not giving judgment either way. It's amazing, though, how many people... I've already bailed on on the Indians and, and Indians talk when there's still so much time to go and there still is time and it's been such a successful season. We start talking talking NFL, start talking Browns and bloop, 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 you can see some people jumping on and hey, I get it and I understand the popularity of the NFL totally, but man, them Indians really are, uh, they, they deserve your attention as long as they earn it and they've done that so far and you know that's one of the things we talk about on the show that bothers me i'll talk about that later on right now gonna shift gears j-rock with you you're listening to the sports fix we are closing the phone lines right now to callers because we're opening them up to my next guest gonna talk some football with john mcmullen from the sports network john love to have you here every monday welcome back to the sports fix how you doing my man doing well thanks for having me jerry hey glad to have you every monday been having a good time so far enjoying your time here on the show yeah, it's always fun to talk football. You know, you talk about how the popularity of the sport, and it's pretty much, you know, uh, lack baseball probably is America's true pastime. So this is always a fun time of year. Very, very busy, though. We're rolling out our season previews through the month of August, two teams a day. So I encourage everyone to go to sportsnetwork.com to check that out. Absolutely, and, and I'll give them the link to that on my website as well. You know, looking at, talking about around the league, we're at the halfway point here now, halfway through the preseason, and those injuries, we keep bringing them up, and they continue. I want to start in Miami. I don't care if it benefits the, the Browns or not. I hate to see these guys go down with injuries, but we opened the season with the Dolphins. I know Dustin Keller was looking forward to a bounce-back season, and he was in their plans. They've now lost him for the year. Yeah, and that's a, a big loss for him, even though Dustin Keller, you know, was a bit of an underachiever in New York. He was a solid tight end, especially pass-receiving tight end. And and they don't have a lot of depth at that position. Remember, they lost Anthony Fasano to the yep. Chiefs in free agency. So there's not a lot of depth in that position. There's not a lot of guys on the street, obviously, this time of year. So this is a, a very, very big uh, injury for a team with a a young quarterback like the Browns, second-year quarterback, who's going to take a look at having a pretty good pass catching tight end as that third down sort of security blanket. And now that's all gone. You just hope Dustin Keller uh, can resume his football career because they're talking about nerve damage and, you know, he tore all three ligaments in his knee, uh, broke his kneecap. So this is a, oh. this is one of those really, really serious, serious injuries. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it, and I don't know if you guys out there listening saw it, but we've got chats coming in the chat room, just a, a, a gruesome injury there for sure. 
Yeah, it was one of those cringe ones, uh, which you'll see it all over YouTube if you want to see it. But that's one of those injuries where I'll watch it once and I don't want to go yeah. back and watch it again because it was that bad. And, and, you know, that's the thing. That's this sport, you know, you can't legislate the, the physicality out of the sport no matter how much they try to do it at its, at its you know, at its base, it's just a very violent sport with contact, and, and these things are going to happen occasionally. Absolutely. We've seen that here with the Browns. We'll talk about the Browns injuries a little more. I want to look around the NFL. Another guy, you know, a big factor in, in Houston's plans, Arian Foster. Wh- where do things sit with him? Because obviously Houston concerned about the back issues there with Arian Foster. Well, they got to be concerned. He can't get back on the field. It was a calf yeah. injury first, and and and. You know, now it's a back injury, and he's taken some injections who have given him some pain in his leg, and so people are are starting to ask questions. And anytime you talk about a back, it's it's one of those injuries where a lot of times even doctors can't get a hold on back injuries, and it, it's one of the the hardest places on the body to figure out what's going on. So if he's having that much discomfort, uh, if he's not able to get back on the field, and Houston doesn't have a lot of depth uh, at running back. They do have Ben Tate. He's capable, but basically nothing after that. So, And, and Aaron Foster's right there with, you know, was certainly one of the best five running backs in football. He's certainly no in doubt. that category. So, uh, you know, that would be a big loss for a team that relies on him to set up the play action and, for Matt Schaub and their ability to get the ball outside to, to Andre Johnson, now DeAndre Hopkins. So if they're playing without him for a significant period of time, that's certainly going to hurt a team that was 12-4 and four last season. No doubt. I mean, that's a significant piece there. Speaking of running backs, Jamal Charles, he's having some injury issues as well there with the Chiefs. I mean, he's going to be a big part of what Andy Reid and them are trying to do in Kansas City this year. Yeah, anytime you hear about a foot sprain now, people immediately go to Liz Frank and they start thinking yep. about that injury, which is generally a, a year ender. Uh, so far, they you know they're calling it a, you know it's not that serious. They're not obviously they're not going to play him in the preseason. No need for that, and they're hoping he'll be ready for Week One. Uh, but this is the kind of thing the NFL is becoming more and more clandestine when when it comes to injuries and the, more like the NHL is uh, like I call it. I think we're heading towards the the lower body and upper body injuries because guys are so unwilling to say what's going on. <laughs> you know, I, I, they're always looking for a, a competitive advantage. I understand that part of it, but you know, if if a guy is not able to play and he's not able to play for a consistent period of time, I don't know what what a competitive what competitive advantage are you getting from saying he might play because other coaches are paying attention. They're doing the same thing. They understand what's going on. So I'm not saying that's what the chiefs are doing. I I do think they hope Charles is back. Uh, But some of these, you know, where they just don't explain the full, you know, process of these injuries, it's, it's, it's kind of a head scratcher. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> Bill Belichick traditionally, you know, so tight-lipped and coaches follow that lead around the league. While you're talking about foot injuries as well, uh, I don't know if you have anything new. Victor Cruz, of course, goes down in the Colts game with the foot injury. A bruised heel is what they're calling it. That's definitely big contract signed. I mean, they've got big plans for the Pro Bowl wide receiver there in New York for him to be injured so early on. Definitely uh, hesitation there on the Giants' side. 
Yeah, they're definitely they're holding their breath as they wait for the MRI today. Uh, you know, and again, it's a situation where uh, I would certainly imagine, no matter what, they're going to shut them down for the rest of the preseason. Um, because if we, as we've talked about it, these preseason games mean even less now than they meant before the new collective bargaining agreement. So there's no need to have these players play in these preseason games. They'll certainly shut them down till week one, and you know they'll hold their breath. But that seems pretty clear cut and straightforward. I, I don't think we're going to see a big giant surprise and a long term injury there. Now, we've we talked about these around the league. I want to get here to Cleveland because, as we saw, you and I kind of talked how, for the most part, with the exception of Ontario Hardesty, the Browns had been doing pretty well to lay low here with the injury front while other teams were having a lot of problems. Well, that turned around quickly, and it's just a matter of the numbers. It all catches up to every team. It caught up to the Browns last week as five players go down, but perhaps none as significant as losing Deion Lewis, who we've been talking about here for the last few weeks. Yeah, and especially when you talk about Hardesty also. So, you know, right. that's a pretty significant uh, one-two punch because you need, in, in today's NFL, you certainly need more than one back, uh, maybe two or maybe three. So those are two guys that were in the plans, and, and obviously Lewis in the plans more uh, than just running back if you think about kick returning and things like that. So, you know, it's it's – we talk about it all the time. It's a war of attrition, and these are the kind of things that happen. And you really hope they're just when they you get hit with these injuries, they're less serious. You know, I think when everyone saw Barkevius Mingo go down, that was the the main concern because you know he's raced to the hospital, and then you start thinking about really horrible things. And uh, but, you know, you look long-term, and he'll he'll probably be able to get out on the field in week one, and other guys won't. And You know, that's what you sit through the preseason, and coaches just kind of cross their fingers and hope they can get through it as healthy as possible. Now, you bring up Mingo. That was the next one that I wanted to talk about because, you know, a lot of people, I think, didn't understand when they heard Bruce Lung the severity of that because, you know, the fatality rate on the type of injury that he had is anywhere from 15 to 40 percent. And, you know, as one doctor was quoted in the Plain Dealer this weekend said, that's the type of injury where if you don't catch it, you can bleed to death without ever losing a drop of blood outside your body. Amazing that he did, I'm really amazed that he didn't break a rib because almost 90% of the time when you bruise a lung or puncture a lung, it was a rib that was broken into the lung. Amazing that he didn't break a rib, and, and he really doesn't know how he got that injury. Yeah, that tells you how violent the game is, that you can you can suffer an injury like that and and. and... You know, the doctor's right. If if he would have continued to play that game, it would have been a very, very, very serious problem, probably. It, it could have been uh, disastrous for both him and the Browns if he continued to gut it out and play. Luckily, when he saw the blood, when he was spitting up blood, he, you know, he went to the trainer, he did the proper things, and as as I said, he, you know, he had to spend a couple of days in the hospital, but... Uh, they were able to treat him. He's out now, and he'll, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to guarantee he'll be back in week one, but he should be able to be back relatively early in the season. So it's one of those things where you have to do the right things, and you have to give a lot of credit to, to the Browns training staff and the doctors and everybody who caught this thing 
early and caught it when they needed to because, as he mentioned, it could be a very, very, very serious problem. Absolutely. And like you said about week one, I'm not 100% sure. I think by week two he's back. I think they may take the precaution because they have depth there at that linebacker position. I think they may take the precaution and hold him off another week. But regardless, by the first or second week of the season, he should be out there. And kudos to him for going and telling somebody because, you know, the culture of toughness in the NFL amongst players, we all know you hear all the controversy around Washington still, the difference between playing injured and playing hurt. That's the trademark credo in the NFL. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, guys always want to play, and that's part of the issue they have with the concussion thing. Even to this day, uh, you'll see a guy sort of like a punch-drunk boxer type, you know, hit, and guys will try to pretend they're all right so they can get back on the field because they understand that if there's even showing any concussion symptoms now, it's a league rule that you have to be removed from the game. So guys are trying to actually hide that kind of stuff because that's, as you said, that's the culture of the NFL, and guys want to get out there and, and play. I think, you know, I think Mingo was probably scared a little bit. I mean, that's not something that happens every day when you start coughing up blood. So uh, he made the right decision. You know, it's it's – it's about the long term, especially when you have a rookie player like that, a top 10 pick. It's not about the preseason. It's about, you know, the next 10 years, hopefully. So uh, everybody made the right decision. And, and you're right, I wouldn't be surprised if he sat down through week one, even week two. But he'll be back er- relatively early in the season, and, and that's all that matters now. Absolutely. And you talk about, you know, the culture change and the way things are changing. And as we've brought through all these different scenarios here, we talked about different injuries in different camps and each one ended with he'll be sat down for the rest of the preseason. We're going to see that, I think, more and more to the point that I don't know how much you'll even play your key significant players and, you know, going forward as preseason evolves because of what we're talking about here, because of teams losing key players. I mean, yeah. Preseason has its place when it comes to players fighting for jobs, and I think you'll still see a lot of, obviously, those those guys playing, but I think you'll see more and more of these key players kept out completely of preseason competition. Yeah, we mentioned uh, we mentioned it before. I don't I don't think the average fan realizes the changes uh, since the new collective bargaining agreement went into effect, and you know, there's a lot less contact in practices. There's no more two a days. Uh, you can't have those uh, repetitions. So coaches now need to take a look at the back end of their roster, more so during games than ever before. Uh, in years past, they could take get a lot of repetitions in practice and grade the guys on that. But they just it, it becomes a numbers game, and they just don't have the same number of plays to look at these young players. So when you have a veteran that you know can play, there's no need to play him in the preseason. That's the bottom line, and it, it it's a tough, you know, it's a it's almost a tightrope for for the league in general because they're selling these games. You know, they're selling tickets to these games. There's there's TV partners to worry about, and these these games are generally highly rated, at least for you know preseason games compared to other TV uh, ventures. So. It's tough to walk that line where you want to see at least some of the big-time players play a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, if you're a coach, your your very existence uh, uh, leans on the fact that you need to win <laughs> games. And, and to win games, you need your best players. And when you know a guy can play, 
you don't really need to look at him in the preseason. Absolutely. You can say next man up all you want, and I do understand that it is next man up, but there's a reason starters are starters for the most part. There will be exceptions, and there are always guys to take the role, but there's a reason that your first guys are your first guys. So I want to talk one more before we let you go, because my next segment I'm going to talk yeah, – North Turner yesterday – I was interested in his press conference, a lot of the things that he said about this offense and Brandon Whedon through the preseason, what we've seen so far. I'm just curious from the outside, what do you what do you take away? Because so much of it is meaningless. What do you take away from what we've seen in the evolution of the Browns offense and perhaps Brandon Whedon under Norv Turner so far? Well, I don't think it's meaningless. I just think my, my theory on the preseason has always been you don't evaluate teams, you evaluate players. So I, I think I think the repetitions, especially for a young quarterback, can be very important. Uh, and I think he's certainly taken the step he needed to take. Obviously, for whatever reason, Rob Chodzinski won't admit he's the starter. Um, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite understand that because, you know, even the left tackle will tell you he's taken every first team rep and and, and since May. And the, yeah, exactly. And OTAs and training camp and preseason. So I mean, you know, I understand you want a competitive advantage, but I mean the other teams are watching this. So, you know, you mentioned Miami. They, they know Brandon Wien's going to be the starter. It's not helping you there. The only thing I can think of is you want to keep the fire to the feet of a young guy and keep him striving. Uh, but I have to believe even deep down, uh, Brandon Wheaton knows he's the starter. And, and generally, that kind of stuff where, where motivation, things like that, you know, that should be handled by the player himself if you're a professional. Uh, for for him as a player, I think he's, as I said, I think he's done everything he's needed to do. I think he's he's solidified his spot as the leader of that team. And, you know, you want to see a big jump in year two, and obviously – Maybe with Whedon, it's even more important than most young quarterbacks because he's not that young, as we know. He's not your typical rookie. So, um, you know, it's all good right now, but we'll see when the the real bullets start flying. But he's certainly taken the step that I that I wanted to see from him early on. And, you know, you talk about, I agree, too, once the bullets really start flying, once those defenses are really game planning for Brandon Whedon, I just want to see this continue. But let me ask you, you know, with what you have taken out of the first two preseason games, where are the Browns? Are they above or behind, perhaps, where you thought they would be here in the transition to this new offense? I, I think they're a little bit ahead of where I thought they would be, simply because you have the change, all the changes again. You have a new system again. You have a new head coach. You have a new offensive coordinator. And I give a lot of credit to Norv Turner, who I, I don't, I've never thought very much of as a head coach and. I'll admit that, but I, I thought he's—I've always thought he's been a, a very good offensive coordinator. I think that's his niche in this league, and I think he's very good at it. And I think he just having his presence around, he'll understand the talent he has, and he'll do the best he can with it. And, and I think you're seeing that pretty early on. Yeah, and just even in the preseason, I like the mix of plays. As Vashon just chimed in the chat room, Norv Turner's always been a good play caller, and I like that. I, I like the 
the play calls thus far, the mix, and I think as we've talked about, I think he's going to have a lot of fun. I think he was looking forward to having a lot of fun with Deion Lewis, but he's going to have a lot of fun with Trent Richardson, and I think once he comes back, he's going to have a lot of fun with Josh Gordon too. John McMullen from the Sports Network, always good to go around the NFL and talk Browns here with you, my man. We appreciate it every Monday when you join us here on the show. Hey, it's always fun. Thanks, Jerry. You got that right. John McMullen from the Sports Network. Check him out, as he said. They're previewing all the teams right now, going two teams a day. Check them out. When we come back, I mentioned that Norv Turner interview. I want to talk a little bit about that. Norv, with a lot of things to say about Brendan Whedon, he is very excited about where the Browns are going. Are you? I want to hear from you. When we come back, the phone lines are open. Let me get a call from some Browns fans. 216-539-7535. 2-1-6-5-3-9-7-5-3-5. How much of what you've seen are you taking forward in the preseason? Hey, my son the other day, yesterday, we're watching Sports Center in the morning, and he looks after about three or four exhibition box scores come up. He goes, Dad, how come every quarterback's 10 of 13, 150 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions? I said, son, that's the standard preseason line for a starting quarterback. But that doesn't mean that I'm not very... Very intrigued and excited to see, as John just said, what happens when the bullets start flying. We're going to keep talking Browns football when we come back. Norv Turner specifically, and we're going to take your calls. 216-539-7535. 216-539-7535. You're listening to The Sports Fix. We here at the Sports Fix are very in-depth when we interview the sports stars. Oh, I saw the whole thing, dude. First you were all like, whoa, and then we were all like, whoa, and then you were like, whoa. What are you talking about? You call serious thrill issues, dude. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Oof. Maybe not, but you should still listen. It's an addiction. The Sports Fix will be right back. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by GV Art and Design. It's not just a shirt, it's a statement. GVArtwork.com You love Cleveland, and you already know how much we love Cleveland. You know who else loves Cleveland? GV Art and Design. Everyday fans, you and I wear our pride on our sleeves. Now, you can wear your pride on your chest. GV Art and Design has one of the hottest Cleveland sporting lines. Log on right now to GVArtwork.com. Check out all of their fantastic designs. And don't forget, use the sales code FIX to save 10% on your total purchase. Follow GVArtwork.com on Facebook. And remember, GV Art and Design, it's not just a shirt. It is a statement. Sports Fix listeners don't wait all day or all week to get in on the fun. The party doesn't stop when we go off the air all week long. The Sports Fix social media sites are your one-stop shop for all things Cleveland sports. Jump over to Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix. Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix and become a fan today because we love fans and they create some of the best sports talk in town, Daddy. You'll enjoy talking to your fellow Cleveland sports fans on The Sports Fix fan page. And if Twitter's your thing, well, you know how we do it. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. It's that simple. Twitter.com slash the Sports Fix CLE, baby. 
chat live with the crew during all your favorite Cleveland sports events, tickets and contests and trivia and so much more. Get with us today, The Sports Fix on social media, facebook.com slash The Sports Fix. Tweet with us at The Sports Fix. CLE, join The Sports Fix on Facebook and Twitter today. The engines are cranking and purring, and that can only mean one thing. Bike nights are back at Harry Buffalo North Olmstead. Rev up your hogs and head on down to Harry Buffalo North Olmstead every Monday night. Enjoy $3, $3 drinks, drinks and beers, $5 pizzas, and crazy, crazy wing specials, specials for, for all bikers, bikers, all on their open patio. Woo-hoo! Hot bikes, good friends, and great times are waiting for you. 4824 Great Northern Boulevard, right outside Great Northern Mall. Monday bike nights at Harry Buffalo. The, the proud, proud sponsor, sponsor of the Sports, Sports Fix. Fix. Hey, Cleveland, this is Ed Doherty, voice of San Ignatius Wildcat Football, and you're listening to the Sports Fix. Don't just hear the show, be heard. Call Call us now, now. 216-539-7535, and get Get your your fix. fix. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Welcome back to the Sports Fix. Are you going crazy? Prince is going crazy. Are you going crazy about the Browns thus far here in the preseason? J-Rock with you. You're listening to the Sports Fix, and we want to hear from you. 216-539-7535 is the number to call. Browns fans around the country. The phone line's open for you if you're listening right now. Pick up the phone and let me know where you stand so far on what you've seen and what you're waiting to see from these Browns heading into the season. Bashan had a good point as we were heading into the break. There's a difference between being excited and being encouraged. Most definitely, though, signs of encouragement have been seen in the first few weeks. Norv Turner yesterday had a sit-down with the media after practice as the Browns wrapped up the training camp portion officially this weekend. Players left the team hotel, headed back home, and now they head into the home stretch here. This week, they get ready for some Saturday night football, getting closer to Sunday. Thursday, it's like, eh, it's kind of in the middle of the week. Saturday, we're almost there. You know, I'm a Friday, Saturday, Sunday guy. High school, college football, you know. Sundays is when football needs to be. But we're getting there. You go to Lucas Oil Stadium. You got the dress rehearsal. You'll see the starters out there for a while, and then you won't see them again for about 10 days because they're going to pack them up, wrap them in bubble wrap, and get them through until the first game of the season against Miami. So this weekend will be our last chance to really see what we've seen. But as Norv said yesterday, you know, Norv said he's excited about what's going on. First thing that he said is he's a realist. And, I mean, this is Norv telling you this. They're not going out there and completing 75% of their passes. He understands that the offense is not going to look as efficient as it does here in the preseason, like snap of the finger, overnight when you get back into the regular season. But he is right because there is a lot to build on that they're working on. And I'm, I'm, I do agree with him there because we, we said all along, I mean, obviously you start – with Brandon Whedon. It doesn't matter what you think Brandon Whedon's ceiling and upside is. He's naturally got going to be better. Has to be. Got to be. Got to be better when you play him in the system that he played in college for the simple fact that he understands that 
offense and the tenants and he plays out of the shotgun and his comfort level was so much more. That is where we keep going back to it. That's the tenant that I take the most when it comes to the differences here. And I keep saying square pegs and round holes and this regime, and you don't necessarily even have to call them geniuses for this as much as using common sense. Sometimes common sense is so common that people are afraid to use it because they want to be different. They want to think outside the box. Sometimes think inside the box is just fine. If you've got a guy who, like Brandon Whedon, comes from a completely different system than the one that you're going to run, you're really being foolhardy and stubborn if you're going to continue to beat your head into a wall and try to turn him into something you're not. I mean, to me, that's like when a pitcher, like what we've seen with, with Trevor Bauer here, when a pitcher tries to change his delivery, you don't do it in the middle of the season, which is why he made a lot of the Browns mad. You you want to make those moves? Like Tristan Thompson, switching to right hand from the left hand. You do what he's doing now. You set aside the offseason. You dedicate a time. You lock into it. You do it. Things like that. You don't try to force a guy in his first experiences in the NFL within, with a, all the things that we know was going on. That That's a drum that we're beating over and over again. So that's where the first difference is. But we're seeing here the differences in the way you know, the offense is put together. I will give Brandon Whedon this, and you guys know that I've never been a big Brandon Whedon fan. I think that he's got a great arm, and I still think, as I've said, I think this year he's going to throw a lot of yards, he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. He's going to be an improved quarterback, but he's still going to throw a lot of interceptions because I just see something hardwired. But thus far in the preseason, he's done a good job. North pointed out that when they've watched the film, he has looked at his second, third, fourth options. He's thrown the ball away. I mean, we do have to admit, even if you're just comparing preseason to preseason, he is much improved in this preseason than he was last year, which still shows that there is some improvement. The The goal for Norv and for Chud and for the Browns here and their brain trust is to figure out, as Vishan said, he has to make substantial gains. Being Improving to just being adequate is not good enough. That'll be good enough for the Browns this year. But that will also be the end of Brandon Wheaton. He has to prove to be more than adequate. He has to prove to be the guy, especially with such a deep quarterback class coming out in the next year's draft and so many options that the Browns will have. That is the one place that I will say that I like the way the Browns have set themselves up for next year because I think with the additional picks and the way next year's draft is set up, they've put themselves in a theoretical no-lose situation because they're either going to have their guy in Whedon or they're going to be in position to make whatever the moves are that they have to make. And I agree, too, as Vashon chimes in in the chat room, Whedon, last year, leadership was a problem. And I think any Browns, and I've talked to some behind the scenes that won't say so you know, publicly, but they'll tell you that there were leadership issues. There were immaturity issues. Those were things that I think we're seeing growth. Although, I got to tell you, uh, Norv Turner... Norv Turner, very good at working with quarterbacks. Let's take the offensive coordinator part out of it. He's very good at working with quarterbacks. Number one, I think that he's sitting down with Brandon Whedon, and I think that perhaps Norv Turner, if Brandon Whedon is truly being open-minded and smart to this as he should be by having such an asset to work with, Norv Turner is relaying to him some of these tenants. And I think, think of the quarterbacks that he's helped improve along the way. Think of the quarterbacks that he's worked with. Look at the quarterbacks on this. I mean, 
even in it being preseason, all three of our quarterbacks have looked well. Jason Campbell is showing that you can have absolute confidence that should you have an injury or should something happen to Brandon Whedon, theoretically, yes, you may have to I don't even think you have to peel back, though. I think Jason Campbell can handle every bit of this offense in the regular season. That's something that they didn't have before. I don't even care what the Colt McCoy argument is. The Browns didn't believe that they had it, and that's all that matters. That's the only part of that that matters, is the Browns did not believe that they had that. Brandon Whedon did not believe that that was behind him. So that keeps the fire to his ass a little bit, as they say, you know, why is this quarterback thing still going? Why is Chud not naming the quarterback? Yeah, part of it keeps the fire to it. I think that they just want to, you know, but part of it, I, I gotta be honest with you, I think part of it is in respect to Jason Campbell too. Jason Campbell has done nothing. You're, if you're looking at it strictly from what has Brandon Whedon done, that's one angle. But if you look at it from the body of work that Jason Campbell's put in, both in camp, behind the scenes, in practices, and in the games, then you can see there why Chud would do that out of respect to him as well because he has had a very good training camp. Had Brandon Whedon not been having the camp that he's had, then I think you'd hear a whole lot more Jason Campbell talk. So, you know, that shows, and even Brian Hoyers looked good in his time out there as well. That shows that, uh, to me, one of the things we talked most about Norv was not just his handle on the offense, but his specific handle on quarterbacks. So now... We've seen that, and we've seen it with Whedon, and we see it with the the way he's built this offense, and then we throw in Trent Richardson. That adds a whole nother layer to it, and one thing that I wanted to mention, too, now that the, we didn't get to it earlier when John was on the show talking about those running backs, you know, for... Dion Lewis and Monterio Hardesty being out and some people saying, hey, they've got to scour the waiver wire and maybe they're going to look for somebody else. They did sign Jermaine Cook to take some of those training camp reps the, reps the other day. But, you know, to me, part of me says you rely more on Trent Richardson because in all reality, you were kind of siphoning some of Trent Richardson's carries away when you were giving it to other backs, trying to find other packages. Trent Richardson can do a lot of those same things that you were going to do. Not all of them, not all of the same things you were going to do with Deion Lewis. But what I'm saying is when you're looking for options to replace that, look at number one as well, as well as Brandon Jackson, who I think at the end of the day is your number two running back. Now, no doubt he's shown a new dedication. He's shown some new drive here. He's working. He's always worked hard. And now he's got that chip on his shoulder and, and opportunity because that to me is what it has to be. You have to have that chip on that shoulder and opportunity and they have to meet at the same time. That's where you get success in the NFL. We're seeing that. And absolutely, you got Obi. Obi's going to be your fullback and your running back. He's going to be able to take care of both of those. My question, Jeff Gorman brought it up and I was joking with him that he's the player that we don't talk about here on the show, but does that open up a roster spot for Owen Marisic as the backup fullback? I don't think it does. But perhaps the Browns may feel that they need to go forward with a backup at that position. Or does it open it up perhaps for Brad Smelly, especially, even though not expected to be serious, you do have the injury concerns with Gary Barnage and his shoulder. You do have injury as well, history, when it comes to Kellen Davis. So do you perhaps keep a guy like Brad Smelly to back you up at fullback as well as give you that additional depth at the tight end position, which we know that tight end position is going to be so key. We've talked about it. But it all, to me, ties back to Norv Turner's offense. If you look at Norv's offense, it's been successful everywhere it's been applied, and he's been 
not just able to work with quarterbacks, but he's been able to rebuild quarterbacks. And I think we've all talked. We've all talked about how if, 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 and I always say if was a fifth, you know, we'd all be drunk. But Brandon Whedon, if he was coached right, he had the skill set and he had the arm that could make a quality NFL quarterback. If he can't be... If he can't be fixed by Norv, he's not going to be fixed. And, you know, like, like I think we all agree. John hit it on the head. I don't think there's many people out there that cared much for Norv Turner as a head coach, but his respect level goes through the roof when you're talking about offensive coordinator. I mean, he's bringing that year-old, decades-old Air Coriel offense back from the 70s with the Chargers. That's what the vertical offense is. That offense that very similar to what Brian Sipe and the Cardiac Kids offense ran under Sam Ritigliano. They're gonna it's that air it out, go deep, and then you've got the running backs to balance it out, as well as a lot of, you know, passing out of the backfield. And I think he's got the running back that looks a lot like some of the running backs he's had in the past. He's got a tight end who can go out there and give you that. You know, whether you're talking Jay Novacek, Antonio Gates type guy. I mean, you don't, you're not comparing to specific guys, but the way those guys were used in those offenses. You've got your running back, and I'm not even going to make those comparisons. If Josh Gordon can become that wide receiver to anchor that thing that we think he can be, then I think that you're going to see a, a very successful offense this year from the Cleveland Browns. It, it all comes back to Brandon Whedon, though, and how, as we said, he reacts when the bullets start flying. Of course, we'll keep talking about this defense as well. The defense keeps stepping up. David Nelson, too, back to practice yesterday, finally appears to be working his way back. I'm looking forward to see some things from him this year as well. We're going to talk more Browns, of course, as we get through the week and get closer and closer to Game 3, dress rehearsal this weekend, Lucas Oil Stadium against Andrew Luck in the Colts. As they head on the road for the first time this preseason, starters expected to play most of the first half into the third quarter. We'll talk more about all of this and the news and notes of the NFL with Dr. Football Bill Chickas tomorrow. Don't go anywhere when we come back, Daddy. We're going to wrap things up in style, Daddy. I don't know. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Maybe we're going to talk about A-Rod. <laughs> That's some of a gun. He's amazing. I, I do actually have something to say because he's a uh, man. That's I think that might be one of the craziest situations going on there these cats are in the locker room and they have to play together he can work at subway for all i'm concerned when we come back we're gonna wrap things up don't go anywhere because <laughs> bruce said something about subway in the chat room see see the jokes aren't as funny if i have to explain it we'll be right back don't go anywhere daddy It's an addiction. The Sports Fix will be right back. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Tri-State Quality Builders. Has severe weather damaged your home? Get a quote today at tristatequalitybuilders.com. Incoming transmission. You got a message. Sports Fix listeners, don't wait all week to join in on the fun. Follow the Sports Fix on Facebook. Follow the Sports Fix on Facebook. They love friends. It's just a click away. 
Exclusive contests, trivia, tickets, and giveaways from the hottest sports show in town, The Sports Fix. Become a friend and follow The Sports Fix on Facebook today. Joe, thanks for working late last week. Hey, did you guys get hit by that nasty storm over the weekend? The news said it was hailing golf balls right in your area. We sure did, and it was bad. It tore holes in the roof and tore down the drainage system, too. It did about $10,000 in damage. Wow. Well, at least you and Susie have homeowner's insurance. Yeah, right. We do. But they're claiming improper coverage and say it has to come out of my pocket. I know my policy is supposed to cover it, but they say it's final. I don't have that kind of money. My in-laws had the same problem last year when their house flooded. Insurance didn't want to pay out, but they worked with Tri-State Quality Builders, who not only made the repairs, but helped them with their insurance paperwork and got the denied claim accepted. Really? Who's this again? Tri-State Quality Builders. They are the home damage repair experts throughout Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky. They're with you from step one, assisting policyholders in filing their claims and getting denied claims accepted. They have a 91% success rate in making sure their clients don't come out of pocket one red cent. The best part for my in-laws is Tri-State Quality Builders stuck by their side and guided them through the entire process, making it far less scary. Plus, they're family-owned and in business for over 60 years, so you know you're getting dealt with personally and honestly. Tri-State Quality Builders sounds exactly like who I need to call. Boy, my wife's going to be glad I talked to you. Call today and find out how Tri-State Quality Builders can help you recover from catastrophic home damage caused by floods, fire, wind, hail, and more. Cut through all the insurance red tape, keeping your money in your pocket. Call 888-308-3102 or log on to their website, tristatequalitybuilders.com. This is Josh Tomlin of Cleveland Indians, and you're listening to the Sports Fix. Thank you for calling the Sports Fix. May I ask who's calling? Darth Helmet. I am your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. So what does that make you to the show? Absolutely nothing. Call the Sports Fix, even if you have nothing to say at all. This is how we do Welcome back to the Sports Fix, wrapping things up here. Another another crazy Monday here. This is how we do it each and every week here on the Sports Fix. And want to thank my guest, Mike Brandenberry from DidTheTribeWinLastSight.com. want to thank John McMullen from the Sports Network for joining us. All of you who are chatting along in both the Mixler chat room on Facebook, on our Twitter account. Thank you to all of you out there listening. Before I forget, congratulations to Debbie Williams. I will get a hold of you off the air and tell you how you can collect your GV artwork t-shirt of your choice for sharing the show. Hopper's open, by the way. Share away, Daddy. Next Monday, we draw another winner here. Getting ready to wrap things up. I'll tell you what. I was only half joking and going into the break there. I wasn't really intent on talking about A-Rod, but I do have some. <laughs> I tell you what, over the weekend, this thing just keeps, it gets surreal. It's absolutely surreal. I keep telling you how brazen and ballsy it comes across to me the way he's been. And I mean, look at what's going on with him now as over the weekend, him and the Yankees calling each other's bluff. Where have you ever seen a situation like this where not only... Let's let's look at the you got the PED part of it and the suspension and the appeal. You've got all the drama and all the tension in the locker room. The other players that don't like a Rod, from the ones that didn't like him to begin with, to the ones that all don't like him now. So he's acting like nothing's going on. He's sticking his head in the clouds. So you've got all that tension on that level, and you've got all the tension between the Yankees and the agents and lawyers and everything. Now you've got the 
uh, uh, lawyers and agents for A-Rod accusing the Yankees of telling their doctor to botch the hip surgery so that A-Rod can't come back and play baseball so that they can collect insurance on him so that or they could say that it was steroid-related hip degeneration. They've somehow got a hold of the doctor and flipped him. The doctor was on the Yankee side. Now he's flipped over to the A-Rod side. Funny how that happens, especially when you combine that story, and you can take this wherever you want, with stories of A-Rod paying and putting up some stopping and some roadblocks. We heard that earlier in the show in the news break about how he's definitely impeded this investigation. He's paid people off. So take it where you want, but the doctor's now flipped sides, and he's talking against the Yankees. Meanwhile, the Yankees... They know that A-Rod's playing games here because I'm sure you understand, but if you don't, medical privilege. You cannot release anybody. It doesn't matter if it's a, an athlete or, or you or I. The, the medical uh, records, medical statements cannot be released without your permission. You have to sign off on it. So nobody can call your doctor and ask if you were sick last week. Your doctor can't tell them anything. Well... A-Rod and his people know that. So they're making these statements. Meanwhile, the Yankees fired back with, Bogus, give us a signed release right now and we will release every single one of your records. However, some of those records include other HGH investigations and, and performance-enhancing substances. Remember the doctor from Canada who was given the HGH and A-Rod was one of his main clients. What was his name? Anthony Galea was his name. There, there's so many other things that would come out with that, but they called their bluff. You've got to think, and I could be wrong, it could be a PR stunt, but you've got to think, if you know how this thing goes, that if the Yankees are going to publicly say, you give us permission and we'll release your stuff right now. You got to think that they know that they're on the side of right here. But meanwhile, A-Rod's lawyers are going, we are 100% sure that if they release those records, that it will prove everything that we say. Yet you won't sign the release to release those records. And now there's even more. But all of this is going on while the cat plays for the New York Yankees. He still goes out there. He's still a part of the team. He's in this clubhouse I mean, we say only in Cleveland about stuff all the time, but, man, that's only in New York. And I just can't think. And feel free, we've got to go, but feel free to hit me up off the air. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Email me and let me know if you can think of some other similar situations. But I sure can't. I mean, it's just amazing and mind-boggling, all of this going on. Meanwhile, the cat's just walking around in the locker room, getting Gatorade and, and taking batting practice and, you know, flipping the TV remote with his homies in the locker room. Like, everything's just A-okay. A-okay. A-Rod, it is not A-OK -okay at all. <laughs> you can keep this up all you want. You know what? It's like, um, what's the, the Teflon Don, Gotti, John Gotti. You, you know what? The government said, okay. It's like Tony Soprano. The government says, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You can, you can say whatever you want, do whatever you want until the gavel comes down and guilty has been the verdict. All of a sudden, you're in jail and all that posturing as Vishan just said, goes right out the window. So, A-Rod, enjoy it while you got it, because very soon, there's going to be a whole lot of people coming to take it from you, including the Yankees. I'm telling you, 
They're going to set a precedent. I see it coming. But anyways, we're going to wrap up on that note. Just something. I'm just all weekend watching those stories come out. I'm like, are you serious? And meanwhile, the cat's playing like it's nothing. And his teammates don't want him there. It's amazing. All right. Well, you know what? We want you here tomorrow. Same bat time. Same bat channel. We're, of course, going to be joined by Dr. Football Bill Chickas going around the NFL talking about the Browns. See, tomorrow's Tuesday. Jeff Gorman's going to be with us from Indians101.com. We'll see if Danny Salazar was able to get back on track tonight against the Angels and if the Indians were able to do the same thing. All of that, so much more. Your calls, big, big show tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel, noon, live, right here on the sportsfix.net. Daddy, make sure you're here. And remember, we love you, Cleveland. We'll see you tomorrow. And I love sliming. Crockett Park's the perfect place for me to spend some time in. Baby, this is Cleveland. It is so much more to us. You can even go to Severance Hall to see an orchestra. Cleveland.